and I'm Shakora and welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finances and, and everything, everything in between. between. Thank you guys for joining us today. We are officially over 30 episodes by now when these come out <laughs> and so as always thank you guys for joining us. If you are new here, welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. See, you know, when you hit 30, you get new things, new intros, new everything. So, child, listen, what's been up with you? Child, listen, it is May. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So, of course, being the therapist that I am, I have to let you guys know that it's Mental Health Awareness and I will be posting throughout the month mental health tips encouraging people to work on their mental health to make sure it's something that you put above everything and the importance of different mental illnesses and how those things can unconsciously affect you so being able to understand or realize identify when I feel anxious when I may feel depressed in a moment. There's a such thing called seasonal depression where certain event, situation, or season is happening and I feel sad. I'm encouraging everybody this month to focus on their mental health. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month. (laughs) I just knew you was going to talk about this new challenge for me. Well, you know, I'm going to let the people know, but I am doing a jump rope challenge for May. I'm excited about the jump rope challenge. It stems from uh, May being mental health awareness, just Mm kind of like jump for your heart, staying physical, staying active, incorporating that cardio. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that jump rope challenge is definitely stemming from the month of May. Also, (laughs) it being Jaden's birthday month. So, yeah. And today, when we're recording today, is her birthday. She today, probably don't listen, but happy birthday, Jay. Today is her actual birthday. So, happy birthday, baby girl. 12 years. Girl, had a baby 12 years ago. You got a whole preteen. Girl, don't even. Girl. Anywho, that girl. 12 years. It's been 12 years, y'all. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, child, listen. What's been up with you? I held part of this because I wanted your reaction for the camera. <laughs> So y'all know we just finished Shakora's squat challenge. And I don't know if it's like you can see the differences in certain parts of my body. But my, you know, co-worker was like, yeah, she just completed a, a squat challenge. So they was like, dang, you know, I'm like, yeah, um, we did like 2,000 over the course of um, 30 days. Now, all of a sudden, they asking for a squat challenge. <laughs> yes. So we, I'm doing the squat challenge all over again to do it with them because they want to do it. Yes. And then it's so funny because they're like, yeah, every training us no i'm not <laughs> no i'm not but it's it's funny because like one of one of the ladies me and her she's like me in like 15 years mm, like gotcha. a lot of our paths are, are like parallel yeah then the other lady she's old enough to be like my mom in the sense and it's so funny to watch her like she's like come in like i'm am i doing it like this <laughs> well i feel it in my knee or i feel it in my back and i'm like no you gotta fix this posture do this or whatever yeah. like that then the other lady she's getting married next year she's mm. a year older than me her and her husband are on this weight loss goal so she's doing the squats with us but she committed herself to doing 100 a day with him mm. so right now we only at like 30 mm-hmm. so she do her 30 with us and then do 70 more to fulfill her obligation with mm. him. 
And so it's so funny, like just watching them, like, yeah, because she over there, she just drop it. And I'm like, I was telling my sister, I said, I don't really see it like they see it, mm-hmm. but they like, no, we can tell. We yeah. can tell. Yeah, other people always going to see before you. Yeah, but I'm like, dang, I didn't think it was like that noticeable. <laughs> And I said, clearly them squats got their booty sitting really nice. Because y'all like, oh, we trying to do squats too. Yeah, because I'm trying to do my legs. And also, how am I going to do this? And I'm like, Lord, I guess that's where it starts. Yeah, it is where it starts. That's where it starts. And that's the, the point for me to do the squat challenges and those different challenges. You know, we did an ab challenge one one month just to encourage people to want to get up and do it the dedication the consistency that's why it's daily just the all-around togetherness of being able to incorporate those different things while still working on self so yeah that's good and they didn't they didn't want to record so we're going by the honor system okay uh did you do and it it started off with just being me the late the first lady i was talking about and the lady the girl getting married Mm -hmm. then it ended up it's damn near my whole department then. I like, know that's right. Go doing ahead. squat challenge doing the squat challenge and we literally like either email each other if we have our numbers mm-hmm. and we'll say, I got my squat in today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they was like, Good. Oh I gotta do ten. I said, No, as long as you get ten for the day. Or we, we mm-hmm. start at fifteen. Yeah. As long as you get fifteen for the day. So they're coming, I got three. I'm like, well, you got 17 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I'm I'm excited about that. That's good. And they, oh, and they said we'll know who's lying by how they walk in the building. So, cause you know they a little old, so them, yeah. them they gonna be a little sore. The knees gonna be a little. So they're like, we're gonna know who doing what by yeah. how they walk and come next week. Cause yeah. by next week you should be able to feel something. Absolutely. Like next week. But yeah, just make sure you're, you know, giving them the different tips, letting them know not to be coming down on them toe tips and mm-hmm. where to press because you can injure mm-hmm. yourself. So you want to make sure that they're getting the right form, especially. You know. I don't have to tell them they're coming in. Like the, the first thing I talked about who I say she, we call, I say that's my twin, but you mm-hmm. just older than me. She was like, I was doing them. And I said, wait, wait, wait. And I stopped and I said, oh, I was doing it wrong. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, yeah. you know. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm excited about that. So I said, I said, oh, yeah, they, they doing a jump rope challenge? Mm-mm. I don't know why everybody's scared of the jump rope challenge. Like, I think the jump rope challenge is the easiest challenge out of them all. Like, I'm trying to figure out how I can incorporate something else with jump roping because I feel Mm-mm. like that's just too easy. Mm-mm. Like, if I say, oh, 100 jumps starting out like i literally just been practicing to see like what i want to start with like mm-hmm. i literally couldn't do 100 jumps in 30 seconds but like, you gotta think about you compared to everybody else i know but jump roping just seems so easy but i i will i'm, I'm not gonna start with 100 but yeah. it's not gonna be 10 either <laughs> which is why i was like oh no not 10 which is why i was like with them i said now y'all it gets up to 140 yeah and it was like <sighs> But if we make it to that point, we can do the 140. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, but that's why, like, when they were doing three, yeah. five mm-hmm. at a time. And then they'll be at their, we'll be at our cubicles, like, one, two. Okay, that's three. I just did my three, y'all. Like, it's it's funny. It's <laughs> that's hilarious. Good. That's good. That's good. Yep. You but know, you got to start somewhere. You do. 
And so, so then, good. and then it's funny to hear like the twin, her and her husband say, "Well, we do push-ups every morning, and mm-hmm. we doing this." So I'm like, "Look at y'all! Let me That's know that good. I'm inspiring y'all exactly. to get y'all like That's good. That's good. But anyway, let's get into today's topic. Let's get into it. So some of you may know, some of you may not know. Ebony K. Williams. She's a lawyer. She was on Real Housewives of New York. She, you know, do a lot of speaking. She has a book out, whatever. She was doing a podcast with Ian Lavonzant. In the podcast episode, Iyanla asks Ebony, well, they, the clip starts with Iyanla asking her, would she date a bus driver? And she kind of like paused and was like, if, if he, he owned, owned the, the bus. Background, they were talking about like black women and love and just like the struggles of black women with finding love, mm-hmm. especially in today's time. And so Iyanla asked her about the bus driver. She was like, if he dropped the bus. And Iyanla piggybacked and said, you know, so you would discredit a man just off of his occupation if he had everything else that you wanted Check all you your needed, boxes you would discredit him because of his occupation mm-hmm. we'll start with that part first me personally my thing is your preference is your preference yeah black women are in in numbers putting themselves in positions to be able to work and afford the life that they want. Mm -hmm. Black girl luxury has become a thing. Not saying that that's the goal of all black women, but some black women are pushing for that luxurious lifestyle. If you think about location-wise where you work in the average salary of a bus driver, some women are making more than that. And they are going for the men that kind of meet them or equally yoke with them financially. So, but then you got some women that just like long on your priority list. Yeah. What does, what does finances fit? For some women, finances are on that level and Ebony K. Williams is one of those type of people. I feel like for me, your preference is your preference. If you ask me, for me, when it comes down to deciding who I want to be with, marry, whatever, my thing is you got to have some type of get up and go about you. Mm-hmm. I'm not the woman that's cool with her man just sitting on his butt. Yeah. I'm sorry. I understand that things happen. I understand that, you know, especially now with the economy and a recession and layoffs and stuff, I get that that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at what are you doing when it to happens. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, have your time to mourn and feel away, but are you getting up and doing what you got to do? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and, and it could be that you, at this point, you're driving buses because you need some type of income to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. What you think? When I first saw the, the episode with Ayana, I was like, okay. I mean, and again, Ebony is allowed her choice. That's her choice. That's her preference. It's what she wants. Cool. But I feel like she should have individualized her opinion versus generalizing it and making it like oh whatever but some people can not to cut you off but some people can look at bus drivers and say that their benefits are good their pension is good right on what right. type of bus that they that they drive for right and that's why i was leading to like i think ayana ended up saying to her even if like this may be his career job and she i i think essentially said that it was mediocre you know we yeah, can't still point you but yeah uh, but but she, I mean, it's a point where, you know, right now in the society that we're in, everybody strives to be entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it is a mindset that everybody wants to have. Mm -hmm. But everybody can't be business owners. We got to have some people who are okay with being the workers. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Businesses won't succeed if they don't have somebody who wants to be the Mm -hmm. worker. Mm -hmm. He can own the bus. 
But somebody got to be his driver. Mm-hmm. You can own the Fortune 500 company, but who's going to be your employees? Mm-hmm. So is there really a such thing as, as mediocre? I mean, for me, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm okay with whatever your goal, whatever your mindset is. If I honestly said, even if they check your boxes, like, if you're checking my boxes and you going to love me the way that I want to be loved, if you going to treat me the way that I want to be treated, your occupation, I wouldn't say doesn't matter because I need you to have an occupation. Amen. <laughs> And if you don't, then I want you to have some goals, Mm -hmm. some things that you want to go to. So get there, Mm -hmm. have a plan. Let me see the business plan Mm -hmm. or whatever. Or let Mm -hmm. me see the resume that you have Mm -hmm. preparing for wherever you're going. But no, for me, no occupation. Now, I'm not going to have nobody just not helping, feeling as if they're not equally yoked with me. But I'm not going to knock that bus driver. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was talking to somebody else. Just, you know, I'm a, hey, what do you think about this type of thing? Just to hear people's, different people's perspective. And I was talking to someone and they were saying, you know, who has made a decent life for themselves by themselves. It's like, I have this type of lifestyle and I need somebody who's going to be able to, well, I don't want to have to give up that lifestyle because I choose to be with somebody. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do think about the finance of the person that's coming into your world because you're thinking about how their situation is going to affect what you, yeah, Mm -hmm. what the life that you set for yourself so far. If I'm a six-figure woman, I may not look at a 50k job type of man, yeah, because I'm thinking about the lifestyle that I want. Which why I say at the end of the day, your preference is your preference. Mm But to say, take it back to what you said, the issue where I had was downing the person. I can say that you're not who I'm looking for, but I'm not going to down whatever career path that you chose to take. Absolutely. If you, because you have to get up and like what you do every day. Just like I have to go home and like the person who I'm with every day. Mm-hmm. My mom told me something that stuck with me was she was like, I'm not so into who you choose to date because you have to go home to that person, not me. At the end of the day, because her dad told her that you have to go home to them. So that's how I take it going forward. But like you said, and I agree with that, I'm not downing what you choose to do. Now, she went on the breakfast club because they allowed her to go and go a little deeper than what she said. And, and I listened. I listened. I got what she was trying to say. I got what she was trying to say. She was saying that black people make up a good portion of what she called average, mediocre, by definition, jobs. She was saying... For her, her mate has to be somebody who thinks beyond average. Mm-hmm. And she she was saying like, yeah, you drive the bus, but there's more potential in you than just driving the bus. Mm-hmm. So going beyond just driving the bus and reaching your potential that way. What you say on the breakfast club and what you say on your double down is two different things. Because you were because you made the analogy of parents having C's and D children, giving them hugs when they're coming home making C's and D's. On the flip side though, you don't know what them what them kids did. Yeah. 
to hit a CND. Would my mama hug me if I came on with a CND on my report card? No, she wouldn't because she because my mama know I'm an A and B child. Absolutely. But if I had a child who I know busting their tail day in and day out, and the most you can give me is a C, or the best you can give me is a C, I'm going to celebrate that C because I know you tried and you worked hard for it. So that's where I'm like, eh, out for what you were trying to say, not the right amount. I get what you're saying is going beyond to reach your full potential. I get that. Right. And I get wanting black people to be on the level as everybody else. At the same time, though, you can't chastise what somebody chooses to do because it don't meet your expectations. Absolutely. That that Breakfast Club interview was, I was just like, oh, girl, are you serious right now? Mm -hmm. Because especially with the analogies that were made i was like okay because i think she even said something about that's white supremacy or something like that i'm mm-hmm. like okay but to go back about the c's and d's she was like if that's what we're accepting and i bet that bus driver is that same person who was making c's and d's at school who then mother validated that like it was okay and i do i get what she meant in a way but again i think that was her general opinion versus what everybody because like you said your mom knew oh a and b you get a c or d this is this is more than what you can get but if you're a c and d or whoever type of child or person and you bust your butt for this c or this d then okay you know because i think that's what um kim said on the breakfast club kim said you know my son makes c's and d's every you know here and there and we're doing what we can to get him to where he needs to be or whatever but you can't say oh your full potential because who are you to say that what my potential is what my potential is my potential may be this c and i may have done everything that i could to for this c, this c and that may have been my full potential yep so she oh she put her opinion and her individualized statements and generalized it because when i tell you the breakfast club had so many people calling in mm-hmm. like she had one lady who stuck with me she was a teacher and she said i don't agree with what she said and she said, but to be specific, I'm a teacher and I work with children every day. And to use normal, mm-hmm. and I think that was Charlemagne thing because he kept saying yeah. normal. It's What's considered normal? Yeah. This is normal because my normal is different from your normal. Mm-hmm. Your normal is different from my normal. Mm-hmm. And everything else, so what is normal? And he's, he was saying essential workers, essential workers, because he made a good statement. He said, if the trash man stop coming and pick your trash up, mm-hmm. How you gonna feel? Mm-hmm. He was like, at the end of the day, they're essential. Cause mm-hmm. my job and your job can stop today. Joking. But they gotta go to work because mm-hmm. they they help the world mm-hmm. move on. The doctors and the policemen, co- policemen and custodians and the mm-hmm. trash people and the bus drivers, drivers taxi and all drivers. the taxi drivers. Why she generalized why she generalized the uh, individual statement is beyond me. Right. And I because I used to think the analogy of the nine to five and entrepreneurship as well. That's because there's people who hit the entrepreneur route that down people who work nine to fives. Mm-hmm. Like you said, everybody's aspirations is not to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And some people can go beyond, in her case, potential by climbing the ladder as high as they possibly can. Yep. So 
just because you choose to work at nine to five doesn't make you less than those that go and pursue their own business. Yes. Because like you said, you need it. But at the same time, too, some people not saying that, well, for one, that's not their goal. But two, taking it back to preference. You live your life how you choose to live your life. Mm-hmm. So people who work nine to five say, after five, I want to shut off. I don't want to be dealing with something else no more. Right. I don't, don't want to have to double up my stuff mm-hmm. so I can take a week off. I want to be able to, when, it, when I take my vacation, approve the night. Because some people go, y'all know y'all be going if it ain't approved. <laughs> approve the night that whatever I left will be there when I get, get back. back. Absolutely. As an entrepreneur, you can't leave. I mean, you can leave it. But you're going to walk back to more than what you left. So taking it to... Because that was my only issue with it. At the end, like I said, at the end of the day, your preference is your preference. Mm-hmm. You date who you choose to date. Financial-wise, I saw if she if she said, I don't want to date the bus driver, give me the owner, that's your preference. That is. Go ahead with it. Go go, go, with, go with God, Crispy, with that <laughs> one. Just don't down nobody for doing it. And I can even say I saw what she, what she was trying to convey. But what you convey on the Breakfast Club and what you convey on that on that video was not the same. Yeah. Because you're even the whole white supremacy thing, you was she was trying to relate it to just us being stuck with being We're, average and basic mm-hmm. when they when they're going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. But we have to be honest too and say that there is a lot of them that are sitting in what she would call average and mediocre Absolutely. positions as well. Absolutely. A lot of us and then they brought up opportunities. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, because one of the girls that was on the thing, I think I think she was Wheezy. No, Mandy. Mandy said, I grew up in Florida. I didn't know anything about being an accountant until I hit um, college. And that's what made her pursue accounting. She worked in Big Four. She's a Big Four accounting firm. She saw different because of what she, cause she was able to step outside of what she saw. Mm-hmm. So it's at the same time, too, you're holding people to a standard based on what they were able to see. We answered that question in one of our episodes one time about the difference between black schools and white schools. Because you expose yourself to more, you're able to see more. Mm-hmm. So some people some people may see a bus driver and say, well, shoot, I like their schedule. Mm-hmm. They work from 9 to 11 or whatever. Or if they drive in a city bus transit, they work there the time, they go home and they chilling. And it's affording them, affording them the life that they want. Yeah. Just say... That the life that they afford or the life, the life, the life that, that they want, want is not a life that you want. Absolutely. And you're okay and be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Which takes me to this next topic or next portion in the same conversation I was having with somebody. And I, it made me think too. She said, why do black, why do we always have these conversations among? You never hear any other race discussing a, a white woman's preference, a Hispanic woman's preference, an Asian woman's preference. She said white women tend to go after the CEOs, the lawyers, the engineers, the, the people with the money. And they're not looked at as hoes, but it will in their face. And even with certain certain people, certain some of us, they're not looked at as hoes. They're not looked at as gold diggers. They're not looked at as that. But if we say, well, my man got to have this, 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 then we hold or we leave one if we talk to one basketball player, it don't work out. We talk to another one, then we hold because we talk to all these basketball players. Mm-hmm. But Sally Sue can talk to basketball, football, MLB, NHL, whatever, and she just going off about her day. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that, and I didn't. I didn't hear that portion. No, no, no. But, this is in the conversation I had. Okay, you. okay, yeah. So I don't necessarily agree with that. Like I do think. I mean, okay, I agree with it to a certain extent because 
I do think that if a black woman, we have those conversations amongst us, amongst Mm -hmm. our people, Mm -hmm. because we don't like to see each other grow. So when I decide to go from this football player, this football player, or this CEO, or that CEO, or this business owner, and this business owner, then I'm essentially this or a hoe or a gold digger or a mm-hmm. whatever because why I can't just be looking for looking for somebody to get me to the goals or walk with me in mm-hmm. my goal setting versus the other races they gonna go with they move regardless mm-hmm. they don't get because guess what the the white woman best friend she gonna be like girl yeah go yeah try to date him let me come here come here Bill mm-hmm. meet Susan mm-hmm. but we gonna be like girl I was trying to talk to him first. Mm-hmm. What you doing, girl? You know so-and-so trying to talk to... You better go before her. That's why. That's why they can go with their moves. Because our, it's that crab-in-a-bucket mentality. We talk about that all the time. It's the biggest thing that I hate in our in our race. That every other race... Do they have their stuff, but they build each other up. We can help each other level up here... Oh, you 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 higher than me? Which uh-uh. which is the point that they was making. You know, Sally Sue not gonna get on Haley because she went for the CEO and mm-hmm. it didn't work out so she went for another one. But we will sit here and have full blown day long discussions oh, because yeah. you went from CEO to CEO. Oh yeah. And you're not and white men aren't looking at white women to date them because they working at a plant or they driving buses or emptying trash. Absolutely. And so, yeah, so then that's true because that because they want to level up. And I think that goes into loops around into what she said, because our average Mm -hmm. or whatever is lower than everybody else's, which is what she was, which is what she said on the breakfast club. Right. But I can't say that my average compared to Sue average would be because I may have the same goals again. I think it goes to preference. Mm -hmm. It goes to something that was an individual opinion became generalized. Now, granted, don't get me wrong, in no way, shape, or form am I saying, because I do think that we start at a lower expectation Mm -hmm. than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And when we do succeed or get somewhere, we're praised more for it because it's not expected. It's not expected. It's not something that we usually see mm-hmm. versus somebody in another culture or race happening. And they're like, oh, we a mom graduated, dad graduated, so-and-so. And I'm over here like, I'm the first graduate. You know, so yes, that is definitely happening. And you know what? They did something on power. You know, I love my power. And I was like, man, that is a good, that was like a very, very good when interpretation. Had them back and forth? Oh, yes. And had them step. They, they, they all started on the same line. Mm-hmm. Who parents... Didn't graduate. If your parents graduated, step up. If your parents didn't graduate, step back. Just different questions. And everybody end up in different... We all right here in this this classroom, sharing the same classroom, getting the same lesson right now. Mm -hmm. But look how much ahead of life that you were, that you mm -hmm. started at before me Mm -hmm. because of where I came from. And that's why. And I think that that's where people kind of like gets the it's kind of like when you reach a certain a certain a level it's like you forget that maybe you was you started behind the line yeah. and because you started behind the line that you like you said the crab in the bucket or whatever it's called that you feel like everybody got to do what you did to get above the line yeah when not understanding that sometimes you cross the line to go back and make help other people cross it a little less harder than you had to. absolutely because yeah like because you can't just 
cross the line and be up here with everybody else and then forget everybody else behind you. Mm-hmm. But that's at what the we same do. time too though, I also have to realize that you crossed the line and took four steps. My goal may be just to, just to make it to the line. Absolutely. But that don't make me less of a person because all I'm doing is cool with being crossing the line. Or average. I, I have to then become average because I wanted to cross the line, but you just want to get to the line. So you average because you didn't want to. That's not right. It's not right. That's not right. Our goals are different. The things that we want out of life is different. My top was different from your top. Yep. It's not right. And that's the reason why our race is always criticized mm-hmm. or what we expect or see as a major goal. That's considered average. Hell, after a while, starting an entrepreneur, starting a small business going to be average. Uh, yeah. Because the way we are, the way a lot of people are picking up and doing them, yep. it's going to be, it's going to eventually be average. Mm-hmm. So then what? Then wasn't it? Yeah, because, baby, it was a, a accomplishment. When we was little, what they say, you graduate high school, you good. And By the time I graduated, I needed a bachelor's. To her, to her level, to what she was saying, is average. And masters ain't too far behind. What's left? <laughs> What's left? Exactly. Because that doctorate degree can't do much more than what that master's can do. Like, and that's man. not everybody's goal. And it, it's not. School not for hell, to be 100% honest. <laughs> If I didn't start school, <laughs> look, I would have went a different route, baby. It, it's easier to get through without going to college. You and have you even a think lot. about kids. Like we talked about in the previous episode where the things that we thought were big deals when we were growing up ain't nothing to these kids. Yep, absolutely. Me, me. if you went to go eat crab and shrimp with your family, baby, y'all was rich. Y'all was These on. kids getting crab, shrimp, Chick-fil-A. I wish I would have asked my own. Baby, I don't even think Chick-fil-A. I had Chick-fil-A until I was in, in college. It's not yeah. a job. You probably, nah, because I wasn't, you know, you stick with what you know. And I didn't. Oh, no, like, I didn't. I didn't. Because I, I, really I had didn't. to see what was the big deal with Chick-fil-A. And I didn't even know it was a big deal. See, that's what I'm talking about. Who... See what what was expected from you was very and we're we're the same age and Chick Fil A was on the radar. Oh, this is where I want to go, and I never even thought about it. Thought about Chick Fil A. Yep. Yeah, cause we can wind it down right here. I preference is your preference. I have what I what I look for in a potential mate. Shakur have what she looked for when she was dating and decided you know to get married and some people i look at some of my things it's like hard yeses and hard no's i think some somebody gave me that analogy when looking for a house that you're not going to get everything that you want and so but you have your hard yeses and you have your hard no you then you have your things where it's kind of like i make and deal with that so for me i have my hard yeses and i have my hard no i don't i don't disagree with how she feels about it because that's how she feels and that's her preference my only argument is don't down or call somebody average because of what they choose to do with their life. Because if you're Christian and you believe in Jesus, you believe in God, you know that you have one life. And you live that life according to how you choose to live that life. Mm-hmm. So if driving buses make you happy, if working on a garbage truck makes you happy, if being a police officer makes you happy, if cleaning buildings make you happy, if doing landscaping makes you happy, do that. Because, I mean, because time is... People leaving up out of here, especially been lately, left and right. Hmm. So you have to know when you close your eyes that final time that you were okay with what you chose to do with your life. Absolutely. I agree with that so much. <laughs> it, 
I, I'm just appalled still. Mm -hmm. But again, I have to just be okay with her preference. And I am. I understand. You know, I mean, I, I feel like that. I feel like I want somebody who match my energy and will be able to give what I can give. But the thing is, who am I to tell somebody what their potential mm -hmm. is? I have to be able to know what you are, who you are, what you like, what you love, and go with that. And if not, you know, if the shoe don't fit, move on go to a different department store just don't generalize your opinion right that's my only that's my takeaway do not generalize your opinion of how you feel what your expectations are and generalize that to the whole race basically and i feel like she got a little more backlash because i think she might be over 40 and not married and of course they brought the fact that the guy that she was engaged to was a white man so mm -hmm. of course you know, that opened up a whole nother can of yeah. worms to people i do want to say too i don't like yeah her preferences are pregnant but i also feel like she shouldn't be attacked because of what she prefers to have because right. of her age and her and her status right. and the fact that she's that she's not married because another thing, too, that people like to put on for people is to settle. So, like we were saying in the Angel Reese episode, you can't tell people to be, you can't tell black women to go for what they want, be unapologetically you, and then ask them to conform to what somebody else wants. Mm -hmm. So, if she believes that the kind of man that she wants exists, and she's well within her right to feel that way, mm -hmm. then... Again, I don't down her for feeling like, right. and I don't won't recommend to anybody whatever your standards are, whatever your bar is, you keep it there mm -hmm. and don't lower it for nobody. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, her preference is her preference. Just don't down nobody. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, too, as we as women get older, because people start to lower the value of a woman the older that she gets, especially black women, you lower the value of them. You think that they are, you know, or something got to be wrong with you, or well, that's why you ain't got no man right now because mm -hmm. you worried about this and you worried about that. When she can be worried about that if she chooses to. Absolutely. But that don't make her less of a woman. That don't make her less worthy of having love if that's what she so say wants. Right. Because she has a bar and right. you can't meet that standard. You can't meet that standard. Absolutely. I I agree with that too. You know she. Um, definitely has a right to her her opinion and the things that she wants. But I also believe that when you're searching, when you're looking or waiting, that you being able to provide what you asking for. And so, yeah, you may have the funds. Yeah, you may have X, Y, and Z. And I don't think so much of lowering the value. Now, I know that the society will lower the value on a woman who's overage and not this or not that. But two, we also aren't able to look into ourselves to say, oh, well, what am I asking for? Am I, give, am I able to give what I'm asking for? So just to ensure that we're not looking for this unicorn, this build a man or this build a woman, because this is what I want, thinking that this is what I am too, but I haven't looked in that mirror. So, I mean, right to her opinion, but definitely don't lower those standards, baby. If you, baby, if your, your man got to be on side of you in the courtroom, baby, he, he, he out there somewhere. You know, he out there somewhere in whatever age that may be. Don't lower that standard for nobody because essentially you're going to feel resentful. You're going to feel miserable and things like that. So, yeah, kudos to you, girl. <laughs> 
If you have topic suggestions, feel free to email us at unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. That is unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. <laughs> also, follow our Instagram page at unapologeticallyuspod. Yes. Thank you guys for watching this, <laughs> watching this episode today. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, finish your wine. Rate us on <laughs> all podcast platforms. And if you are watching and not following our instagram please go do so if you are listening and even though you just listen to us on um podcast play like the audio version go hit that subscribe button on our youtube page trying to get our subscribers up as you as i said at the beginning we are over 30 episodes at this point and we are now campaigning to get our subscribers up and our ratings up and our viewage up and we are doing everything trying to do everything, everything that we, we can because eventually we want to get some money out Mice. but um yeah all minds clear all minds clear see you guys next episode bye bye, bye.